Thanks for being with us this morning. Thanks, Tim. Always great to be with you. Uh, first of all, let's, let's, some of your congressional colleagues testing positive for coronavirus. Uh, any word about the status of, of the House, the House members who have this illness, and, and the prospects that maybe some of you other folks need to get tested? Yeah, you, you know, right now uh, there, there are two or three members of the House who have tested positive, uh, several staff have tested positive. So uh, to my knowledge at this point, everyone's doing okay. Uh, we're certainly keeping them all in our thoughts and prayers. And of course, it's over in the Senate as well. Uh, and so we're keeping a, a good look on all of it. But, you know, just uh, like the rest of the country, everyone's having to be very, very careful these days and keep the social distancing and sanitizing and that type of thing. But uh, there's there's still work that needs to be done, and um, it looks like we'll be headed to D.C. probably tomorrow. All depends on the Senate voting today, whether they get that done or not. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. I'm just suddenly curious. Uh, you've taken, I'm sure, a couple of flights as all of this is going on. What, what has that been like? What are the airports like? What are the planes like? Yeah, you know, uh, we're, I'm always accustomed to long security lines at the Atlanta airport, and uh you know, those are virtually gone right now. It's uh, it's a pretty eer- eerie feeling, really, going through the airport. It's just not uh, nearly the kind of traffic as there has been. So, you know, uh, it's uh, difficult times for everyone, including the airline industry, for sure. Uh, Congressman Jody Heiss with us here. We were talking during the break uh, as we watch what's going on in the House and the Senate, the effort to get this stimulus package passed. Uh, call it what you will, a relief package. Uh, you were saying overnight, uh, I don't know, I went to bed, this thing was $1 trillion, $1.1, $1.2. You wake up this morning and we've added, oh, I don't know, a half a billion to that. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I did the same thing. It's gone up at least half a trillion dollars overnight, and uh, I, I'm looking to see what all kinds of things were added to it. Uh, but, you know, it's unfortunate that this thing seems to be turning into a Christmas list of political agenda items rather than keeping focused on the economy and the virus. Um, I'm hearing, uh, not confirmed yet, but I'm hearing that there's everything from money going to the performing arts to uh, green energy and a host of other things that uh, is very disheartening. Uh, this is not the time or the place for that. This is a time for us to come together as Americans, come across political lines, and focus on the main thing. You know, they have in the Georgia legislature, in in the Georgia legislature, perhaps you're aware, and probably this works this way in other states too, uh, for me to attach something to your bill. You're in the House, I'm in the House. For me to attach something to your bill, it has to be germane to your bill. I can't completely change the subject and still be in line with your piece of legislation. Uh, You folks in Washington might consider something like that. Yeah, technically there is something like that, uh, Tim, but but the definition of germaneness seems to be (laughs) extremely vague. For example, one of the things that they put in this bill that I was informed of yesterday is postal reform. And so everything from buying new vehicles to a host of pension issues for the U.S. Postal Service, and the germaneness of that is, well, the Postal Service may be delivering medical equipment and medical supplies and pharmaceuticals, and so therefore it's germane. And so they stick in a bunch of postal reform stuff. And and that kind of stuff is nonsense, quite frankly. It has nothing to do with it. So to find a, a way around the question of being germane is extremely vague, and it appears rather easy to do. 
Congressman Jody Heiss with us. What would, if you were in charge of this, if you were the one person who got to author this bill and appropriate all the money, what would you do? Uh, well, you know, I would have done things a little bit differently to, to begin with. You know, this is turning into an enormous bill. I'm, I'm troubled by the thought of going one and a half, two trillion dollars into debt to deal with this whole thing. I, I uh, am, am dubious and a little concerned that we're shooting our economy in the foot while I believe, frankly, we could have been more balanced in mitigating the health crisis without destroying our uh, economy at the same time. So, you know, I I think I would have handled things a little bit differently from the get-go instead of having a massive national shutdown of everything. uh, I think we could have done a more precise job probably of mitigating the health issue by itself. That being said, we have shut down the economy. So at this point, the focus has got to be on trying to help those uh, businesses, those small businesses in particular, and help them come through here, but certainly not adding a Christmas list for political uh, advancement of of one party or the other. Congressman Jody Heiss, you mentioned uh, maybe not doing what we've done in terms of shutting down the whole country. Interesting, because we begin to hear President Trump, and he was pretty specific on this last night, we may be looking to reopen parts of the country that have shut down maybe sooner rather than later. How do you go about doing that, if in fact that's what we do? Yeah, that becomes more difficult the more fear and hysteria that we have uh, that really has been fueled by, uh, you know, all across the board. Uh, and so, yeah, it becomes more difficult to spur the economy when when people are scared to get out in public. That being said, I'm extremely encouraged with the medication that is going to begin today, in fact, in New York uh, which, is, of course, has been hit exceedingly hard with this thing. And we've got tremendous results uh, at, at the initial stage of what this medication is going to be able to do. And I think the people will cease having so much fear if they see that there is a cure for this thing, or it's at least medication that significantly reduces the results Uh, of the uh, coronavirus. So I think that's where we've got to help in dealing with the fear and the concern that people have. Uh, Once once we start seeing positive results, that people are getting well, that the problem is not as intense as we initially thought, then I believe we're able to go to phase two and let's say let's get back to work while at the same time continuing to protect those who are at the highest risk. And finally, less than a minute here, Congressman Jody Heiss. What, if anything, should Congress take any kind of action, consider any kind of action, make any kind of recommendations regarding China? Listeners pointing out we're on Facebook Live. Hey, this is China's fault. What do we do to China? Yeah, I think that's going to probably be a discussion once we make sure that our own country is safe and we've got our uh, not only our health issue but our economic issue back uh, where it needs to be. But no question, uh, this is continuing to be a battle with China, even now on the the accusation side of things and China trying to manipulate even, uh, as I understand it, to some extent, uh, some articles and so forth that have been written, trying to blame America on this. And uh, so it's going to be interesting. I think there will be at some point some type of action against China. Uh, be it through the legislative process or the uh, diplomatic process of things. But um, 
Yeah, they, I think there, we will see some sort of action. I don't know what that will look like yet. Congressman Jody High, stay well. We'll leave it there. Thanks for your time this morning. You too, Tim. Thank you much.